Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Big Weekly Blend podcast. Uh, you know we love this show. It's every week we look at uh, the upcoming holidays, whether it's like National Avocado Day or National Tequila Day. They should put that on the same day. I'm just saying guacamole and tequila. They go well. Um, and we look at food. We look, you know, there's a lot of silly holidays, but there's some that are really important. There are some that are, look at our history and celebrate history, like Buffalo Soldiers Day, um, Good Samaritans Day. That's a good day. A lot of good stuff. And we look at wildlife and parks and places, you name it. Uh, so we look at that and we create a music playlist off of the happenings and the birth anniversaries of the week. And today, uh, we're going to be celebrating all kinds of good stuff with our good friend, Joey Stuckey. Joey Stuckey is an amazing musician. He's a producer. He's a sound engineer, a radio and TV personality. He's just a personality. I'm just going to say that. He's a songwriter. He's a singer, composer, music columnist, educator, sound engineer. I said that twice, but, you know, he gets to have that. He's got his own uh, studio. Uh, it's Shadow Sound Studio, right, Joey? You got it. You got it. That's right. Uh, you can learn all about Joey. Go to joeystuckey.com, and he's also the official music ambassador for Macon, Georgia, the southern rock capital of the world. And um, I heard that, George, this is sad, Georgia's not doing so great on peaches this year. What's going on, Joey? I heard I, you froze a little bit. I don't know what's happening with the peaches, but, uh, you know, they are one of my favorite fruits, I must tell you. And uh, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to, like, cobbler's. Uh, you know, love a good peach color or, or peach ice cream is amazing. Um, but I don't know. But, you know, the, 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 our climate is just uh, out of control. So, yeah, everything's. Yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. Trust me. So we yeah. travel the country and you travel. I know you're going to be ready to do a fall tour as well. International oh, yeah. again. Um, you know, you think you know what's going on, but it's not. We had um, right now we're in Fayetteville. Arkansas. So we're up in the mountains, actually, but it really doesn't feel like it. <laughs> Maybe today it does. But we had these storms come through and what they said and what was on the radar and then what it changed. Like every few minutes. So you didn't know, like, okay, should we duck? Should we get on a hallway for a tornado? It didn't happen like that. But yeah. um, we got some nice moisture, which cooled us all down. You know, we all like to be a little moist when it's Absolutely. that hot. I mean, like, cool. Uh, I mean, when we were when we were kids, uh, we would run through the garden hose uh, in That's the summertime, and then and then later, as my parents became more affluent, we would jump in the big swimming pool, um, mm. which is which and 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 then and then I lived I lived you know forty minutes from the beach, and we had a beach house during the summer, so we'd stay in the ocean, stay in the pool, and uh, when I was I was really very sick child, and um, the doctors were like, hey, you got you need to stay at the beach out in the sun and get the salt air and all that stuff that's to make you feel better. And so we'd live there, you know, for about two and a half, three months during the summer. We, that's where we go. So yeah, everybody likes, loves the water during the summer. I mean, I, and, and it's so hot. I mean, we were traveling. Uh, I can't remember where we were now because we've been on the road a good bit. We were going down to Florida and then we were also up in Indiana. Um, mm. and, but anyway, one of the days we were traveling, it was 118 degrees, which is just nuts. That's that is nuts. It's been like weird that way. Like even when we were up in Wisconsin recently, in fact, 
we just missed each other when you were Indian. Last time we recorded it, we were in Indianapolis, I think. Yeah. And then, that's right. yeah, we did just miss each other. Um, we're always doing that. Yeah. You know, that's weird. But I blame, we went I blame from. Nancy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I love Nancy. She, She's her, awesome. Nancy's really inside her computer. We're working on two <laughs> magazines. And um, so I told her that if she finishes XYZ, I'll give her a glass of wine. But now that, you know, National Tequila Day is coming up, I might have to get her a bottle of tequila. She'll be happy. I guess but, the question um, that I have is about the old song. Like, does does tequila make her clothes come off? That's my question. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it does. It depends. Well, I used to live in Mexico. We used to live there. Like <laughs> yep. In fact, my dentist found me in downtown Ensenada after a root canal. Yeah. It was a great time. Um, oh, they're fun. He, he, he told me, you know, because of the medication or the pain stuff and everything, you're not allowed to have wine, not allowed, any of this stuff. So I'm like, sure, sure, sure. Uh huh. And of <laughs> course, we leave and we're with my friends and, you know, Nancy and we all go, okay, let's go downtown and there's a tequila bar. We'll just do one, you know, we'll have lunch. We'll, you know, not that I could eat very much, but you could get really good soups and stuff, you know? Sure. So we go downtown and, um, you know, I've got a nice swollen face. Yeah, look like you didn't and touch the face. He found me. He found me at the tequila bar. How? Like, he knows did he us. Have a tracker? Did he have a tracker? He in knows the us. Or? And okay. he got he his daughter gets out of the pickup truck, runs up to me, and gives me a bottle of tequila. <laughs> and he says, "If you're going to drink tequila, you need to drink this and this caliber, and and nothing else." And so we're like, and, he, and then he said, and now you need to go home and not drink it now. You can have it tomorrow. So <laughs> eventually we leave and we had a good time. And now that's, um, that's, that is, that is service with a smile when you're, I mean, who does that? Right. Blue. I mean, that's amazing. That, that is amazing. And he brought us rum from um, Cuba one time. Yeah. Um, no, he's a cool guy. And uh, Dr. Ruiz, if you ever go to Ensenada and you need a good dentist, like he's the sweetest guy ever. Yeah. Um, but that night we went out to a party out on a, it was like, he had like an underground restaurant, um, out on the beachfront, like a friend's house that kind of used it as a restaurant too. Anyway, huh. you can't, they're not there anymore. You can't catch them. Um, so we're there, <laughs> it was a birthday party and I'm not supposed to have anything to drink. Of course I had a little champagne and whatever, but yeah. we were on the beach. You were talking about the beach. It's beautiful at sunset. Yeah. Pelicans are flying over and seagulls. Yeah. And this band comes and plays like the most amazing music. Of course, they did covers. They did like Led Zeppelin and Rolling Stones and stuff. I'm sorry, but when a band really can cover Led Zeppelin and do it really well, that's, that's pretty, pretty darn good. cool. That's pretty. And good, they yeah. were doing, of course, Santana and everything. But then they played their own stuff. And I was like, I was like, can I? I they had another gig in Ensenada, and they had to pull me away from going to Ensenada that night because <laughs> that's not a safe drive. But I wanted. To, I was just like this. I became like the biggest groupie that night. I was one of those. You know how yeah. that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so when you're on stage performing, do you know when there's because we used to, as a band watch what's going on, and then obviously with you being blind, are you, do you know what's going on in front of you, like the shenanigans? Like do you know when there's the groupie or you know what I mean? Yeah, the squat that's, dancer. That's, yeah, so there, you know, um, you learn to read the room over time, um, and you know, of course, it depends on where you're performing if your background noise you know uh sort of ambiance as opposed to the featured you know part of the entertainment 
then, you know, you get used to kind of like nobody paying any attention. And that's, that's totally fine as long as they pay you well, whatever. Uh, so like we do corporate parties and the, 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 you know, the big deal with a corporate party is, is keeping the volume down because people want to hear the music, but they want to build a network and talk to each other. Um, so essentially they pay you really, really well to, to basically entertain yourself. So we just play whatever the hell we want to play and keep the volume down. And then if people want to stop and listen, they can. Um, but if they don't, they, you know, we're, we're not so loud that it intrudes. So there's that kind of show. And then there's the show where, you know, they're specifically there to see you and, um, and they want to hear you know, your stuff and they want to, they want you to interact with them. Um, but yeah, there, I have no, I have no ability to, uh, to know how drunk the audience is <laughs> or anything like that. And it's gotten me into a couple of uh, situations. So like, I can think of a couple of examples where I, I was not able to read the room and it would have been better if I had. Um, nowadays, my band will tell me stuff, but uh, when I was younger, they, I think they liked to watch me suffer. Um, so so well, I was a house band for the Ritz-Carlton for, for about six months. Uh, and, um, and what's real shocking if you can't see, and you know, I'm playing music, so I can't really hear what's going on around me. I can hear the band, but I can't really hear anything else is the number of drunk bridesmaids that wanted to sit in my lap while I was playing. And um, it's real shocking all of a sudden for a drunk woman to be laying on top of you and you're trying to play. It's, it's, a, it's a real shock. And you can't uh, see her. Like you yeah, don't I know mean, where I, to put your hand. Oh, no, I know. I, I, well, you're, I'm sitting there like, ah, <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, it's <laughs> <just> coming, <yeah. laughs> and it's like, get off so, of me. What is that? Well, and, and you know, were I younger and a single man, uh, that'd be different. Uh, but, but I try to be, I try a, not to stop playing and B to be very kind and say, Hey man, I'm glad you're enjoying the night. Thanks so much. You know, basically try to get her off of me and on to make her, make her somebody else's problem. Wow. Uh, that's good. And then, then one time when I was in my twenties, um, I had a real weird thing happen, which, which I, today is hilarious. At the time it was sort of shocking. I was, um, we were playing in a bar in Milledgeville. We've always, that's about an hour South from where we are now. And, and in Milledgeville, there's a college there and not much else. And, and there are basically these four or five bars in about a two block radius. And basically the kids get pretty lit and wander from bar to bar. And, um, mm -hmm. so we were playing there. We were always very popular there and we were playing and I was singing the Steve Miller song, the Joker. I don't know if you mm -hmm. know it. Um, uh, oh, great yeah. song. There's a line in this Space song. Cowboys. That's, yeah, that's right. And there's a line that says, I really love your peaches. Want to shake your tree. Right. That line really amused me. I always thought it was a very funny and clever line. That was line. taken by Matchbox from Matchbox, Carl Perkins. Oh, you I didn't don't want that. your peaches. Don't you take my tree. If you don't like my peaches, don't you shake my tree? I'm sitting in a matchbox. Oh, yeah, um, that's a great yeah. song. And the yeah, yeah. Beatles covered it too. Okay, yeah, sorry. Ringo's, Go back to your peaches. Ringo Starr was Ringo Starr was the singer of that of that. Cover. Yeah, that was a Ringo thing. So yeah. So anyway, so um, so I, I was singing that line, and and I always kind of smile real big because I just think it's funny. I'm just kind of having it fun. It is funny. Well, so there's a girl in front of me that thought I was smiling at her. She didn't know I was blind, and. Uh, mm -hmm. back in my earlier days, I never wore sunglasses or used a cane or anything like that because, uh, I was just trying to be really independent, which, which I still want to be independent. But today in today's world where 
people are looking at their phones and, you know, just not paying attention. I use the cane and sunglasses a lot more because it's kind of a, my way to say, hey, please do not run into me. I, yeah. You know, I can't see you. And, I can you know, whack I, you with my cane. I, yeah. I, I would love, and, and boy, there's some people that need a good cane whacking. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so, but, but so uh, I was smiling, you know, and uh, so apparently, and nobody thought to tell me this, she started provocatively dancing in my direction and showing me all her womanly uh, attributes. And, um, but I didn't know that. And so I went on and we played three or four more songs and then we took a break. And she, she, yes, she came up to me and said, who the hell do you think you are? I mean, it was really mad. And, and, and I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? You know, I didn't know what was happening. She's like, I was, you smiling at me and I was dancing for you. And then you just ignored me. And I was like, baby, I can't see you. She's like, whatever. And my friend was like, no, no, he really can't see. She's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so she was most unhappy with me. That's um, funny. So it was, it was, it was, uh, it was fairly traumatic at the, at the, because she was not, I mean, she wasn't, and she was, she was pretty lit. So she was that, angry, that sounds angry. Lit. Yeah. yeah she, she oh, not angry. the angry drunk. And really. so, so, you know, so anyway, yeah. So then, then you know, um, another time that I, I think of was not being able to read the room. We were, we, we had played some, some very uh, suspect venues over the years, but never gotten into any kind of altercation. You know, we just did our job, got out of there, you know, um, and some of these venues had really great stages and were real popular you know, there was places you kind of had to play, even though they were kind of dives. Uh, but anyway, um, we never got into a fight until we played this country club for a Shriners conference. And let me tell you, those guys can put some liquor away. And yep. uh, so we were playing this fancy country club. And I'm standing there taking a break after our set. And this guy literally comes up. And before I know it, he's grabbed me by the collar and pulled me like towards him, he's like, like, boy, you tried to kill us all. And I was like, whoa, what's going? On? I said, sir, you need to take your hands off me, please. Uh, so, and, and and so and so he's like, you need to play us some slow dancing music. I was like, well, I, we just played Misty. How much slower do you want it? <laughs> Meanwhile, all my bandmates are getting up and coming over towards us, thinking we're going to have a rumble. Um, and this guy was pretty drunk as well, and and kept sort of like trying to shake me and stuff. And he's like, and I, and so anyway, eventually we we sort of like. Intimidated him to the point that he he let go and went away. But um, what happened was, so they, they wanted. I mean, Misty is a pretty slow song. Yeah. Um, and, and so um, anyway, so me being a smart Alec, um, I decided that we would do Heartbreak Hotel, which is a fairly you know tick tick yeah. tick tick. That's about where it lands, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's kind of in that range. And I thought, well, we're going to play it really slow to to sort of you know give this guy the audio finger as it were. And so I counted it off like this. One, two, (laughs) three. And we started singing at that tempo, but they got me because they loved it. And the dance floor was crowded. And so really the joke was on me. So anyway, we've had some adventures. (laughs) You know, but this, this goes to, you know, what, Going back to the tequila and, you know, what it's like to be on stage and the shenanigans that happens. It's very timely, the stories you share, because I know like Miranda Lambert, everyone's giving her flack for calling out that one girl taking a selfie. She's like, you know, you're 
you're so busy with your damn phone yeah. playing selfie instead of actually hearing the song. And, you know, I know like Jack White makes people put their phones in a bag, like he gathers them, everything's safe and whatever, because it's yeah. like you're here to have an experience, not be, you know, there's photographers for that reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's, you know- a, there's, it's an interesting thing. But, and then at the same time, Dave Matthews, I just saw a thing of Dave Matthews kicking someone off stage because somebody started fighting. And Dave Matthews is not that kind of music. Dave Matthews is God, party. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's that kind of like good vibes. And some guy yeah. started fighting with someone and he stopped the music and called him out right there and got his security to carry him out and then turned around and carried on playing. So yeah. it's like in a way they people lose that. Ex- they ruin the experience for other people sometimes. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I have to tell you, um, so Paul McCartney, I think, handles it really, really well. Uh, now, he's getting anywhere from 250 to $1,000 a ticket, so I guess he just laughs all the way to the bank. And, you know, the, the arenas are packed when he's playing. But he, he, he doesn't mind people videoing with his cell phones. And he, mm-hmm. even said, he even said, you know, we can tell when we play a song that you love because it looks like a galaxy out there with all your cell phone lights. And then when we play the new stuff, it looks like a black hole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, wow. And so, you know, he, he just, so, so, I mean, you know, I, I long time ago decided not to try and control everything yeah. um, because it, it's just too much work. So look, if you want to take, if you want to pirate my show, whatever, I, you know, I, I'm just not going to worry about that. I mean, I'm not going to take your cell phones. You're an adult. Uh, if you choose to spend money to come see me and then don't enjoy the experience because you're too busy taking selfies, you know, that's, that's your loss. Um, I would, in a perfect world, you know, I would have your rapt attention from start to finish. And we typically do. Um, but, but, you know, if, 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 if that's what you're about, that's cool. As long as you're not messing up the experience for somebody else, um, I don't really care. But I mean, yeah. I do sympathize with people that get, you know, like, I, like I know Bruce Springsteen has been, you know, said a couple things like, Hey, and I will tell you this, uh, I went to a venue here in town. I won't, well, not in town, but in, in Atlanta, I won't say the name of it, but uh, it was a miserable experience. We saw Jason Bonham, who is the son oh, yeah. of John Bonham. Yeah. yeah from, we from interviewed his sister, his sister, yeah. um, oh, Debbie was on our show. Deborah Bonham. Huh? Oh, cool. Well, so we, I went to see him play, and, and it was mm. really fantastic. But the problem was that the venue was not really designed for music. It, it, was, it packed a bunch of people in. Now, the tickets were about 35 bucks a pop, so that's not terrible. Um, but uh, the problem was there were so many people that were drinking and could not handle their liquor that I was literally bo- just bombarded with drunks all night long, and they kept interrupting me while I was trying to listen. And they kept saying, hey, can I sit here? I was like, no, this is, you know, this is my seat. Um, and we had, we, had a, um, we had a friend of ours that was supposed to come with us who didn't come. So we had an empty seat, but we had our stuff sitting in it. And we paid for the ticket. And all night long, drunks would come up and want to sit there. I had some ladies start putting their hands all over me, which was very disconcerting when you can't see it coming. And, mm. um, and, and, and it was just awful. So it was a terrible experience. So, you know, when you've got a place that's, that that where it's really more of a bar than it is a concert venue. I, I find that annoying because I'm there. To, I'm there to hear the music. I, that's all right. I want. Right. And right. So that was very disappointing. 
So yeah, I, that's I, hate, sad. I hate those kind of experiences because it was a good show to the point that my wife and I, we actually left early because we just couldn't take it anymore. Oh, it, was just, it was awful. And I was really enjoying the show, but um, you know, it, it was all, it was awful. So, you know, I, I just think, I do think that in, in today's society, you know, you're going to have to learn that people are definitely missing a lot of the experience because they're busy with their phones and posting on social media. And I'm not mm. saying that, I'm not saying that posting on social media is not fun. I think there's a time and a place for it. Like I typically, if I want to take a selfie, if I'm at a concert or something, I do it before the music starts. You know, exactly. I get, I, I get, I get a nice selfie. And then, then if I want to take a picture of, of the band or something like that, Jennifer will do that, but we don't post it right then. We post it later. Um, you know, yeah. we don't, we, we stay in the moment and enjoy the moment. And that's, and that's that even when we're traveling, we, you know, rarely, I'm so guilty of that. Like, um, like I saw a bald eagle the other day. Oh, cool. I didn't even move to take a photo because I was just like, dude, look at that. And I was like, yeah. oh, crap. You know, I saw some cranes. I saw like, you know, and, and so I don't post immediately all the time because I'm so in that zone. And I'll take photos because that's my job is, you know, well, right. doing photos. And if it's on my cell phone, it's like, sorry, folks, um, it sucks compared. But um, there's. And then I always go, okay, I'll go put them later. And, and I do, I, I, I'm like, then I get busy. And <laughs> it. Unless it's like our radio shows and all of that. I'm like, God, I, I got to get back to it, you know, because it's cool. Cause I want people to see where we go, you know, and yeah. same thing as musicians. Well, that's a little you know? bit different. You're, what you're doing is a little, a little different. Yeah. You know, but um, like I, one of the last um, big concerts we went to was a uh, blues festival in Greeley, Colorado. It was right before the pandemic and mm. it was Ben freaking tastic it was it, their stadium so it's where they have their um rodeo thing so if you're mm. sitting and watching one band and the one band finishes the next one starts on stage behind you and you just turn your seat around right it's really cool and we were in the vip thing and doing i, I was there to fo- to foot it to do the footage and and do podcasts and all that stuff and we saw larkin and poe we saw um who i love oh, fantastic um yeah. chawa oh god chawa is awesome um you know they're from New Orleans, and uh, oh my God, what who? Oh come on, the not the guy from New Orleans. Everybody, know, Dr. John had just passed, and he mentored right. them. So, oh. he, so they had his photo up there, and um, Memphis Slim, no, and then Shiny Ribs, no, was he there? Dr. Slim. Anyway, it was Watermelon Slim was there. There was um a. Mm, there was just a ton of people, but I was out there filming and we even got in trouble in they, they were like, you can't do this. I'm like, I'm here for that reason. Like, and so they were really cracking down on anybody who had real cameras. And yet I was there as media. And yeah, um, then that. there was another media couple from Boulder, from a newspaper who do that, like music concert footage and, they were they weren't letting them and then eventually they snuck in there like you go get the photo we'll help you get you closer to the stage and you send them to me we'll publish you do all you know like this is hysterical because here's all these people doing selfies and publishing it everywhere and here we are doing the real footage and we're getting in trouble but it was just a red tape issue and eventually all was sorted by everybody but man you it's really difficult because you you just you're you forget that you're you're supposed to do your job. And then there's like the thing of getting the bus photo of the musician right in their like wild moment, you know, the wild state. Yeah. And um, so you do that and then you're getting 
pushed by selfies people. And I yeah. want to go like, dude, if you don't let us do this, you don't know you you're missing out on the press that the band needs for you to know what the hell's going on. Like back off. It's baby. really strange, you know, because well, the thing is, I mean, I think we have to accept for good or ill that the world has changed. And, you know, back in the eighties, you know, bands really had a tight control over bootlegs. But look, everybody has a recording studio in their pocket, a movie studio in their pocket, a, a computer in their pocket. It, it's just, you just can't control it. So the best thing to do is embrace it and just, you know, yeah, let it do on, what it's going to do. It. Uh, yeah, you, you, just, know, you know, it's, that's, it's that's a fandom thing, too. It's a fandom thing. And so, you know, but tequila does have to do with, you know, this. Well, look at people doing selfies and falling into the Grand Canyon and stuff. Now, <laughs> they're so like the National Park Service, you know, you have to, if you do any filming in a national park, you have to get a permit, which is over a million dollars insurance. Right. That okay. you have to have coverage to do that because of Grand oh, so Canyon. No, well, no, you can. But it's the influencers. Like we were in a park, uh, Petrified Forest National Park, and this lady and her boyfriend, she wants photos of the truck. We need to all stop. And I'm like, you're not a real film crew. I don't care right. about your influencer stuff. Um, right. I got stuff to do. And no, no. And here she is. And it's all taking her photo in her cowboy hat. And I'm like, let me have your cowboy hat. I'll show you what to do with it. <laughs> you know, and, and so but. Now they're going like influencers are going to have to go through that protocol. Whereas they actually, they, they work with us. Like, you know, you, we're not filming for commercial purposes. We're educating. And so we work with the PR section, the uh, public um, information officers. And it's a little different. And a lot of times they're taking us out, you know, which is, we're so lucky. That's the beauty of our job is, is we get this inside. We've had a couple of friends and who writers go with us and they're like, dude, you get like the Ranger inside tour and the Rangers are happy because they get kind of a break away from their, you know, regular duties and stuff, which a lot of them get, you have to work a front desk or something like that. And then they get to be out in the park. Um, right. But everybody wants to talk to them. Like they are like rock stars in the national parks. Sure. Everyone sees that hat and they go walking towards the park, uh, park mm -hmm. ranger. But I want to go back to the food thing here because, you know, there's all these foodie holidays. So we, we're kicking off with National Tequila Day. Uh, there's National Drive-Thru Day this week. Um, how many of us go through drive throughs And Nancy and I swore on this tour that we wouldn't be like that. But I'm sorry. I, I do have an affinity for McDonald's coffee. I can't help it. I need it when I drive. I, I have to say I have, I've become a little bourgeois in my old age. And I, I'll drink any coffee that I am forced to drink. Um, but my favorite is either Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. And I, I have oh, I to do say, like a good Dunkin'. Yeah, yeah. Starbucks. Um, yeah, I'm up and I, you know, I like those little stands that are um, independent. You oh, know, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Sometimes they're like in a caboose or something. They're you know cute and cool. Um, how about National Hot Fudge Sunday? Day. Oh my God. I haven't had one of those in years. That sounds amazing. Me neither. I know, especially in summer. And um, I like this culinarians day. I didn't even know about nice. saying culinarian. That's quite a word and it sounds really interesting. I like it. No, that's, that's the word bourgeois. culinarian. Culinarian. What yes. I am a culinarian. Uh -oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it should be it should be the name of some some occult. I know <laughs> it is like the cult of culinarians. Yeah. Where do you come from? Oh, There's I suffer from culinaria. You don't know <laughs> I have culinarian's disease. 
Yeah, yeah, I've got culinary disease. I can't stop chopping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to eat my uh, tail. Yeah, I uh, know that's it, right? So that's cool, though. Um, it celebrates chefs and all those who are in the culinary yeah, that's great. world. I, I love, love that. I mean, you know, we had an amazing experience, and you had you have a lot of these experiences. You stay in a lot of bed and breakfasts, uh, mm -hmm. and know a, I know a lot of them. And we we got a chance to stay in one when we were on tour back in 2005 um, and I, in, uh, in Massachusetts. And so um, it was amazing. And the, the chef, the, sadly, the B&B is no longer there, but uh, the chef was a, like a five-star chef that retired from the big, the big grind of New York City and, and came out to run this little B&B &B with his wife. And talk about just you know, five-star meals at a, at, a, at a budget price. It was amazing. I mean, they, they, it was so great to stay there. And so every time we came through Massachusetts, we would stay with them uh, oh. for the next well, next four years, I think. Was it three years? Anyway, 2005, 2006, 2007, and 2008, we, we stayed up there. And uh, um, we come through, and it was amazing. And one, one time we were there in the fall, like um, during Halloween, they had a Halloween party. And he did a flight of 21 hors d'oeuvres. And we got smart. We sat at a table because it was real crowded. We sat at a little two-seat table right by the kitchen door. So every time they come out with a new tray, we got to like get, the, get them fresh off the tray. It was amazing. So I, I do love the, the, the chefs, the culinary cuisine, the, the geniuses that make these incredible meals. I mean, you know, that, that's, that's a it's real a treat. It's a real treat to meet someone that knows what they're doing. That's and really um, it, they really helped get slow foods back on the table and teach people to go back to organic foods and healthier yeah. and um you know and the chefs want them organic and uh, as course. best as the produce as best as, as best as possible on the meat yeah um because it's they don't have to do as much to it you know they're like I do hey like, you I do like the new uh, there's kind of a new thing happening where you know they're they're using foods that aren't super attractive looking but they they still taste as good you know there's people that are trying to yeah. use those those foods that are you know, and they get them at a bit of a discount because they're like, oh, this, you know, this carrot bent or whatever, you know. Um, but I mean, when you put it in a food, <laughs> it still tastes great. I mean, you know, and it still looks good the way they present it. Um, I always so, like so, a bent carrot. Well, I, I've, heard, I've heard that about you. Uh, I read that on a, on a website the other day and I thought, is this true? <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, um, I, just just whatever you do, folks, don't don't go to bentcarrot.com because you may be getting I know. More than Look what just, you asked for. Oh, boy. Oh, you know what? It's also National Wine and Cheese Day happens this week, uh, July 25th. Like, to me, National Wine and Cheese Day is every day. That's and I, I love say. our wine. We always have our wine. Well, what, uh, you, what kind Jackie, of cheese do you prefer? Dude, okay. Like, don't start me. Like, I don't <laughs> think there's a cheese I don't like. Um, I, but, I could live in a cheese shop and be happy. Oh, God. You know, like, a really good grilled cheese sandwiches like there is nothing like that like to me i know it national avocado day happens this week too now right. there's this bar um in julian up in the mountains now if you go to julian up in the mountains of sandy julian, julian, okay. right, julian is known for apples and apple pie grow their okay. own apples they have a flourishing wine um you know wine wineries you know it used to be one winery now the whole region is covered in wineries um, and also breweries, which is very cool. And they actually starting to grow hops out there, which is nice. Um, one of our good friends, uh, Chef Jeremy Manley, runs a restaurant up there. And we knew him since he was a kid. Um, and mm. he went to Cordon Bleu. He did the whole thing. 
he is one badass chef and even does That's awesome. like food for people doing CrossFit and stuff. So he's really health conscious. He's done a lot. He does like senior meals during the pandemic. He did senior meals. He, he did um, off pandemic the meals for kids in the school. And because we didn't realize how bad it was about like how the budget for meals for kids in the schools, he's like, they're not getting any real protein. And so he had to get really, really creative about um, putting um, protein in on a budget that was still healthy and good and not like hmm. that stuff. Like he was teaching kids to like quinoa so they would have a complete protein and introducing them. And he it lets kids come in there in the back kitchen all the time so they can yes, that see is what so cooking is cool. It, cooking's about and stuff yeah everyone jeremy's on the hill.com he's he's awesome his food is phenomenal but up in julian i learned how to make this grilled cheese sandwich now you know texas toast right like that of big course. thick okay so you yeah. gotta have texas toast so you can't just put in a toaster you've got to fry it afterwards with some good butter right okay but you put a few pickles now, you say, you say fried. Do you, do you mean sear or fry when you talk about the butter? Well, sear, fry. You know, you don't want to deep fry it or anything. Like saute, like, you know, a little bit of butter and you you toast. I always like to toast the buns or the uh, – I like to toast my buns. Um, I've heard about anyway, you as well. I know. Um, but the, you toast the pictures the are disconcerting. Thick, it's about big, thick slices of toast. White, like, yeah. It's better than Wonder Buns, this bread, I'm telling you. Okay. It's – yeah, and so you, you can, you know, you can – you can put on a grill. That's what they're doing. They're doing yeah. that big grill thing. Yes. So they put a few pickles, mm -hmm. slices. Now, more of like a dill than the sweet ones. This this guy right. have a little zing to it. Yeah. And then they put slices of avocado, right? Yeah. Just lightly. Just kind of it's like you're almost using it as a butter. And then oh, big, okay. thick cheeses, like thick slices of cheese, like Monterey kind of style. And then maybe yeah. on top of it, some really sharp cheddar. Nice. And then they close it and they grill it. And if you've had too much tequila, this is an excellent sandwich. If you haven't <laughs> and you have it with a glass of wine, it's really good. I know it's like a greasy thing, but it is one of the, and I've never been able to replicate it, like how they did it. I think it's because you need that kitchen grill, but there's, there's just like the sweetness from the bread. You know, let me just go on and on, but wine and cheese. But what about brie? Do you like brie? Love it. Oh, yeah. Brie, you know, strawberry, you know, you know, champagne. You know, should, you know we should put Ooh. in the the uh, the playlist, if we can find it on YouTube, uh, is the Monty Python cheese sketch, um, the cheese shop sketch. So, okay. Uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, brilliant. And it names about 25 different real cheeses that sound like they're not real cheeses, but they really are. So, well, yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'll find it because there's um, a cheese song from our friend Wally Lauder. I oh, can't yeah. pronounce it. It's just like a lot of cheese. It's about a cheese shop in France. And he has all these it. names. I can't pronounce the song title, but it'll That's be okay. there. It'll, it'll be there. Be there. Just, just look around and you'll find it. I, I have to say, I, I'm a cheeseaholic. I love it. I've, I've tried cheeses from all over the world. Never met a cheese that I didn't like. Um, I, I recently also had an excellent grilled cheese sandwich when I was on the road in Indiana. Uh, we went to... Uh, uh, a local barbecue place that I, the name I can't quite remember. I think it's smoked ribs, what it's called, but I'm probably getting that wrong. But anyway, it was a brisket, a brisket grilled cheese sandwich. And it, mm. it had the thick Texas toast. Uh, it had uh, a couple of different cheeses in there. 
and then just brisket that melted in your mouth. It was amazing. So Ooh, I'm a big I like fan. this. I'm a big now, fan. what about you like coffee? Now, there's also a National Coffee Milkshake Day. That sounds really You know, good I haven't had a coffee milkshake, but I'm willing to try it. <laughs> I, it's with ice cream. I mean, coffee and ice cream. I mean, Dude. they, they, they mm-hmm. go well together, I must say. I, I agree. Oh, yeah. Bagel Fest. Apparently, oh, bagels are yeah. bagels are my, my favorite. I, I, I'm not eating them much right now because I'm still trying to lose a little weight. Uh, and mm. they have a ton of carbs. They're they're very carb yeah. heavy, but they're they are delicious. When you're fat, you like when you're fast on the road. Like for us, if we're really like a bagel and cream cheese, it'll you know normally like a couple slices of toast, you'll burn that off pretty fast. Oh but yeah, but a bagel and cream cheese will last. For a while, you know what I mean. It does. It'll hold you for a while. And you know, my mm-hmm. favorite bagels. I used to love to go to Carnegie Deli in New York, and um, I don't think it's open anymore, which is depressing. But they they had the best bagels, and mm. for about ten dollars, you get the biggest breakfast you've ever seen: bagels, Ooh. salmon, cream cheese, eggs. It was amazing. Wow. Now, what about tofu? It's World Tofu Day on the twenty sixth. Yeah, you know? I, you know, I mean, I've had mm. good tofu, but rarely. Yeah, it has to be done right. Oh, now there was a pizza um, that we know, a pizza place up in Julian, too. And they had this Thai, vegan Thai pizza. And and good. it had tofu on it. No cheese, because it's vegan. And it was so flavorful, like that. And they used to do like a salad pizza, so it was like a balsamic salad on it. And nice. it was No, I mean, it, it's different. So that was that's pretty much the only tofu i don't think my stomach likes tofu there's it doesn't like the soy stuff but what it does like is national chili dog day dude <laughs> we're the this only, is a fattening show today what the it hell is, you, know, you know the only the only thing about those chili dogs is they sometimes they bark at night so you got to be careful with that ah see i know and yeah, they're hot yeah yeah they're hot dogs but i love a good chili dog you know one of the speaking of fast foods i mean one of the places that has a great chili dog is uh, Sonic. I think they have a great chili dog. I haven't had they, anything the, from Sonic. It's, it's the believe. chili cheese coney. You want to oh, try it? What about the Wiener Schnitzel? They had good chili dogs, as I recall. We used I to get that I, after I've a grand show. There. Yeah, in San Diego, we used to have them. They're like little red, little roofy, a framey houses kind of thing. I have never yeah. been to one. I, I feel like oh. I'm missing something important. Well, what about it's National Creme Brulee? This is a very bad week for our system, but it I mean, sounds good to yeah, me. If you're on a diet, Creme Brulee? This show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, wait, National Refreshment Day. Oh, let's let's just what have that, it all. What does that mean? Hey, there's a, national- Nancy, there's a National Nancy Day. Oh, she's going to be so bummed. Nice. She's, she's emailing me during the show. I can come now. I'm taking a break. I can come. Oh, no, too late, Nancy. Oh. Too late. I know. <laughs> it, well, I think she heard tequila. <laughs> um, but it's her day, so we'll have to celebrate Nancy. It's Nancy Day. Absolutely. Happy it's, happy Nancy Day, everybody. And um, you were talking about England. Norfolk Day is coming up on the 27th of July. And everyone got an article from our friend Glenn Burroughs about the 10 must-do things when you go to Norfolk, England. And nice. one of those things is ice cream. <laughs> Just going back really? to the food. Okay. Yes, because they are. Hey, now what about there's Chicken Finger Day? Yeah. Yep. I'm not. I'm not. I like a good chicken finger. Zaxby's um, has great chicken fingers. Now, I don't know if this goes in the food world, but I have to bring this up. July 27th happens to be Barbie in a blender day. Like, what the hell, dude? What does that what mean? Is go- I, they put Barbie doll in the blender. Like, Why? 
I don't. I, what the hell is this fascination with Barbie dolls anyway? Can I just say, gone... all right, so two, two things about Barbie. Uh, neither are controversial, I would think. Um, oh, you go, the, the, go for the, it. Well, the, the, so the first one is when I get bored and I'm standing in a place that has things for sale, um, if you leave me alone too long or I have to wait in line too long, I start feeling around trying to see what's in front of me, you know. And so if you're in a grocery store paying at the cash register, you know, there's candy bars and gum typically up there. You feel around so Tic Tacs. Uh, but I was in a Cracker Barrel once and had been standing there for quite a while and I got bored. And it was Christmas time. And so I started feeling around because they normally have these Christmas trees in, in the Cracker Barrel and they have all these ornaments for sale on it. And I was feeling around and there was a Barbie doll in a swimsuit as an ornament. <laughs> now, I'm not sure why. I don't know why you'd want that on your tree, but whatever. If it makes you happy, go for it. But I didn't really touched the Barbie doll before and you know I'm sorry but Barbie <laughs> is smoking hot that's all I can tell you I, I oh my god that is that. that's like you doing a mannequin dressing a mannequin I whatever dude you know I mean she had all the all the curves in all the right places I'm saying and uh but Barbie was hot and um I have to say I, I was a little lusty after that um it was oh <laughs> Joey so, Joey I have I if if you like Barbies that much right yeah you're, yeah. in, you're in Macon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Near you. What kind yes, of? Yes, I know. Maybe not. This is what I was going to tell you. That was Barbie my next Beach. thing. Barbie Beach. In have Carrollton, you been there? Georgia. Yeah, uh, I've yes, been I, there. Yes, I have. And it's highly disturbing. <laughs> listen, listen. That was I was the other thing I wanted we to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, we went there um, a couple years ago with our friends. And um, I have photos that I could not put on Facebook because I knew Facebook would take them down and I'd get well, kicked off. Well, they're all naked. I mean, they're these Barbies. No, no, they're naked. not naked. They're naked at a beach <laughs> Barbie bar. Going back to bar brawls. This, okay, so now we're going to have to put the bar brawl songs in here. Um, beach bar Barbies. And um, Ken's doing things I didn't want to see. Yeah, and, I, mean, um, I mean, you're changed after it, right? I mean, you're, you're a different person now. <laughs> how does this stuff happen i'm gonna have well, to put barb it, it's okay. somebody's you know it's at some lady's house you know and um and, and she just has these barbie dolls out in this sort of sand pit and she has a barbie beach parking spot yeah it's it's really disturbing but you know what uh it's well worth going to see and you can't see the georgia guidestones now because somebody blew those up so this is one of our sort of last great independent landmarks <laughs> oh man i see this is this is you know this is yeah all right it also is a national scotch day and you may need that after you see barbie or you may want oh, to see gonna, it before you, you, you see have to barbie. drink the pain away drink the pain yeah away. You're, you're you're gonna yeah oh we're gonna have to have one scotch one bourbon one beer national Absolutely. milk chocolate day this is really a dangerous week for food Do you it's know, fantastic the, the, the one scotch one bourbon one beer makes me think of george thorogood I think so, he did one of the best versions. I know, um, I you know, got got John Lee once. Hooker. Yeah. John Lee Hooker's got it. Um, oh, and his daughter lives um, near Sonoya, too. Uh, we went to see her, uh, Zakia. She lives yeah. up there. She comes on our show a lot. And um, and her husband, Olin. Um, oh, Christopher Olin Bell, you guys. I mean, he's got that voice, that, that old school R&B, like real R&B. Like nowadays, I don't think people know what r&b is i think yeah, that's a different. rant 
Okay. That's a good word. Different. Yeah. Um, but there's the, the, the style, there's a class, there's a dynamic, the harmony, and then off, off stage, all kinds of drama, right? <laughs> that you don't <laughs> see or imagine, but um, that, that music there's, it's really good. Okay. What about lasagna? Cause it's lasagna day. Well, I, what day is that? That is National Lasagna Day is on the 29th of July. All right. So first of all, that always makes me think of Garfield. Um, oh, yeah, know, that he, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he, yeah. he always loved lasagna. Uh, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of Garfield. I think he's hilarious. In fact, I have, I have a Garfield cat that my grandmother gave me on a uh, Valentine's Day box of candy back in the 90s and he was a little garfield cat that had suction cups on all his paws and he's still stuck to my I back door windows and i've had him since the 90s um but yeah i'm a big fan of garfield and i'm a big fan of lasagna to tell you the truth i mean again i i, I try not to eat it because i'm trying to lose weight but it's delicious hey it's uh international tiger day too and that that's on the same yes. day as now what is garfield day and so tigers I, you know, I, are amazing I love tigers and um, I, I mean, I wouldn't put my head in their mouth or anything crazy like that, but uh, I love tigers. Uh, I, I am a collector of what the English call soft toys and what we in the States call stuffed animals. And I think part of it is as a really sick child, you know, people would bring them to me and it always made me feel a little bit better. And I, it gave me some, some playmates that could stay in the hospital with me. And um, so I, I, I have never given up on uh, that, part of my childhood i wherever we travel in the world we always look for a stuffed animal to bring back with us from our journey and i have my favorite little tiger that i have he's he's, he's about the size of my palm he's a little bit he's you know he's not super he's maybe i don't know six inches tall maybe two and a half inches wide something like that uh, maybe about three inches deep and uh he's just this little tiger and i named him courage because I was having a really hard time health-wise back when my wife and I got married. Uh, my, I'd had a hip surgery that was very unexpected. It was a latent issue from the brain tumor that took my sight as a child. And uh, my bone literally just like crumbled into dust and just like eroded. And I was mm. in a wheelchair for about seven months. And I was having a really hard time after the surgery, just feeling bad and, and just having a hard time. And I wasn't able to really do much. I, I had to ask everybody to help me do things and, I had this bar that hung over my bed that I had to use to pull myself up and all this stuff. And uh, she, I was having just a really sad day, um, just feeling kind of down. And so she brought this little stuffed animal to me and I named him Courage. And he used to help me because I, I had really bad nights where I was having trouble breathing. It's all this whole thing because mm. I had I, I had an allergic reaction to the anesthesia. And so it was giving me all kinds of issues. And, uh, and so I'd be awake at night and nobody else in the house would be awake and so I had this little stuffed animal that I would that I would uh, that, that I had that I would hold, and and uh, he was very comforting. And uh, so I, I love little tigers. Tigers were great. I had a little cat named Lulu that passed away back in 2016, um, but she thought she was a tiger. Um, she really thought she was a big, tough kitty cat, and she really wasn't. But sometimes she really disliked crows. And whenever there was a crow in the backyard, she'd give this tiger, like, growl. <laughs> I mean, it, really was, it, was like, it was like, wow, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that. And she, she would give this tiger growl. And that's the only time that she ever, she was always so gentle and sweet and kind. And, but, boy, it was, she, she thought she was a tiger when those crows came up. She, she, she did not like it. So well, I like know, National Tiger Day. I, it's, it's international because you got to think they, they're from India and that area. And 
we are really short on um, tigers in the world. And a lot of times, you know, you see them on, you know, movies and films and zoos and, you know, zoos are controversial because, you know, did they take them from the wild? And yet they're starting to do a lot better programs. Um, And there's education part, but um, don't get me started on, on, on that because that's a whole other show. We've done many, and I get a little hot under the collar, but um, tigers are, um, you know, I was raised with a tiger, a baby yeah. tiger for a, like the first year of my life um, and a little um, lion, a cub. And um, Nancy was rehabilitating them. They had parvovirus and um, she was taking care of them for a now, famous Hollywood keep, person. How long can you keep a tiger like that? Because I mean, they are wild animals, right? Yeah. So, and you, then they started destroying the house. And then right, so how long we had a couple you... others. And this was when we lived in LA area and, she then created a pen and then realized she put the pen around a tree and then the lions figured out how to get up the tree. And then they decided they would just walk out the gate. And mm-hmm. we had a, you know, a pride of lions walking down the neighborhood street and um, yep. She had to go pay for a permit and stuff. Nancy was in and out of court with animals because she was, she was taking care. She was working for a, a nonprofit, but at the same time, um, there was an actor very famous and um, who had all these animals and used them in her movies and um, didn't take care of them. And Nancy did. And eventually they ended up on a show together in England, Pebble Mill at one and Mm -hmm. almost had a cat fight right on stage because (laughs) of, uh, so anyway, it's a long story. And um, all I know is um, you're talking about crows well, there's a lot of crows around that woman. Um, anyway, <laughs> just a hint there, a little Alfred yeah, Hitchcockian yeah. hint. Yeah, that's good. Um, anyhow, moving forward, um, you know, we're talking about, you know, wildlife. Um, National Mutt Day comes up this week. I think that's important. As you know, we pet sit across the country. We love our animals. And majority of the animals that we sit for and take care of are rescues and mutts. And um, they are so sweet and come from backgrounds like you don't know really what happened, but just like people who have gone through traumatic situations, um, it, it's, it's important to be there for these animals and have the patience. And Absolutely. I want to give a shout out to all the pet parents who have adopted these animals into their homes and gone through a lot of steps to learn how to communicate and work and get the dog into their family past that traumatic stage because there's a there's i mean you'll it's yeah um it's a sad thing but it's it's a beautiful thing it's also world ranger day i want to talk listen real quick there's other food in there i'm just saying there's jump for jelly beans day and i just have to finish the food there's national cheesecake day i'm all into that um I, I, i know anyway so um there's yeah there are good there's a lot of things about good people um and i think that's important and one of them let's let's go where i was talking about world ranger day um this is so important america started the national park service and from there england started uh, australia started um canada i think was a second i'm not sure Africa had their national parks. And I always thought, because I grew up there, that, hey, Kenya, we started because we have all these big wild animals. Of course, America has wild animals. You know, I just had to grow up and come here. But um, rangers are, like I was saying before we recorded, Joey, like the rock stars of the parks. They 
they're like a walking encyclopedia of knowledge of these landscapes, not just the wild animals and the ecosystems and the biodiversity, but the history, the geology of the people that lived on these lands um, before they became protected as parks. And the people part is really important. You've got pioneers, um, by the way, it's Pioneer Day too, <laughs> one of these days. Um, you've got pioneers, Native Americans, um, you've got so much history. Some of the parks are actually internment camps for the Japanese. Um, mm. In California, we have one. Some of the National Park Service, our rangers, one is Stonewall, um, which celebrates gay rights after the Stonewall riots in New York City. Oh, right. So, yeah. These are all part of our national parks. And so our rangers have to know all these different things. They also have to know about wild animals and what happens if you have to rescue one or maybe put one down because people kept feeding the bears and then the bear attacks for food and then, you know, what happens to the bear. So they do so much. And there's rescue rangers that rescue people from cliffs when that happens, um, from rivers. There are park police that uh, protect places like the National Mall in Washington, D.C., um, including the White House is a national park unit. So we have police that are part of our rangers. There's rangers who put their life on the line every single day around the world and in Africa against poachers, which means you're going to get shot at. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, the wildfires, fighters, um, wildfire fighters um, in our rangers. So there's so many things that they do, education and safety. And I just, it's, it's a very special, important day. So it kind of goes with Good Samaritan Day that's also happening this week. Don't you think, Joey? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a, big, like- I'm a big fan of that. You know, I, 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 like, I like the idea that we think of our neighbors and our fellow beings and try to try to help. That's, I think that's when we're at our best, you know, when we, and, and you know, it doesn't have to be a national or international emergency to be a good mm-hmm. Samaritan. I, honestly, I, I think um, just by smiling and being kind and saying a word of kindness to people, that's, that's be a good Samaritan for mental health because, mm-hmm. you know, we've got plenty of good science that shows that, you know, um, you pick up on whatever is out there. And so if you've got someone that has a sweet attitude and that's especially important and important in my mind in like our hospital systems where people are afraid, they're not feeling well. Um, so being kind and courteous is like a, a very important to me. And I, I feel like that goes along being a good Samaritan. I think one of the things um, like I know several people that are police officers. In fact, my, the drummer in my band uh, tra- trains uh, other law enforcement officers and was just in a wreck. He got rear-ended by a semi. And Ooh. his thought his thought was, he couldn't avoid the collision, but his thought was, can I, I'm, I'm being propelled forward by the semi, can I drive in such a way that I don't hit anybody else? And then after the accident, he jumped out of his car and wasn't worried about his own health, but went and helped somebody else um, who, was, who had been in front of him um, to make sure they were okay. So to me, that's a good Samaritan. And my wife has done as a, as a medical provider, she's an advanced practice nurse. She's, she has helped people in airports, McDonald's, um, all kinds of things if they were in, in distress or, or, mm. or, you know, whatever, and, and went and helped them. And me being the, the guy that I am, I said, honey, you know, um, that you know, people are so crazy these days that if you try and help somebody, they might sue you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've seen it happen, and there actually is a good Samaritan law 
that protects people uh, that are just trying to help. Um, mm. So it's so so don't be afraid to help help your fellow beings if you if you can. That's a good point because yeah, you go and you give someone life support and something went wrong. Oh, well, you shouldn't like, have oh, done you broke that. My well, ribs. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Get on with it. Oh, your ribs will be fine. They just grow I back. I mean, yeah, hey, it's better than dying. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, mean, listen. It's also there's a National Whistleblower Day. I give my hat off to those people that whistle. I blow that whistle on really bad, corruptive things in our world. Yeah. You know, um, I I think it's important. And, you know, majority of them were journalists at one point, and, and we still have Absolutely. some of those journalists. We yeah, still they, have know, them, and some of them are stuck in prison cells overseas, you know. It's um, funny because a lot of – when I was a kid, you know, journalists were so revered and, you know, worked so hard to be impartial. watchdogs. And, and, and they are. And, you know, nowadays we don't have as much journalism as we used to. We have pundits which are media personalities giving you their opinion on the news, but not just reporting the news. And I, I would love to get back to that, uh, where we, we have people that are, you know, impartially reporting the news instead of, I can form my own opinion. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. No, it's true. Um, some other good things is, is support public education day. I think that's a huge deal. Oh, big it's deal. also World Day Against Trafficking in Persons. And, and that's a huge, human trafficking. Oh, is, that's awful. It's a massive thing that we have, and we've done a number of shows on it. And there's people I know who do not believe this happens in our backyard in America. It does. Oh, it in fact, does. The show we did was talking about Sonoma County, uh, you know, the wine, wonderful wine region of California. And basically, they drug people. They start kids in school, lure somebody, like a special needs kid, yeah. you know, come, come play with me. Oh, I got, you know, a friend. Next thing you know, they, get them drugged up and they're permanently drugged and raped and yeah. used for sex, used for all kinds of things. And, and let's, of course there's human trafficking over borders. Um, and yeah. if they traffic human, they traffic drugs, they traffic animals like tigers, um, all kinds of things. Once a trafficker, always a trafficker of anything they want to traffic. Yeah. It's the same person. It, it's it's the same system. Yeah. And yeah. it's, um, but those people who go after them, because these, these are, these are, um, intensely, you know, I'm going to say psychopathic criminals, you sure. know, that really have no feelings. You know, we talk about rapists yeah. and they say there's rehabilitate, you know, people become criminals from reasons, you know, right. um, sometimes it, it could be abuse that's run through one generation after a generation, eventually become a criminal through trauma, right. through mental illness, all of that. But then there's, you know, people that become rapists and, they are not like, you can't really reverse that, you know? Um, yeah. So it's a really, when you get those kind of cold blooded, it's, it's sad. And it's sad that we have people like that, but you know, it happens even in the wildlife world too, um, you know, but um, for people to go against them and put themselves in harm's way every day to save those people. And you hear about, you know, like Elizabeth Smart and people that are, you know, in the basement for years, you know, their yeah. own families doing it. It's like, what the hell, man? Seriously. I, it makes no sense to me. It's hard to fathom. Yeah, but here's a really good thing. It's International Day of Friendship is this week. We've got Share a Hug Day, which, you know, during the pandemic, none of us could really celebrate that. That's true. Um, uh, I'm a big I am a hugger. So. Well, that's, you know, it, I think there's an energy that you we give each other, you know? Yeah. Um, it, there's also... Um, 
National Challenged Champions and Heroes Awareness Day. We love that. There is National Lipstick Day for all you Barbie lovers. Hey, uh, lipstick's hey. a good thing. But you know, but you know, you have to be careful uh, because if you're out late at night kissing your date, you come back with lipstick on your collar and you're blind. You don't know that. Then everybody, mm-hmm. everybody, everybody is like making fun of you. You're like, what? What are you guys talking about? And so, uh, yeah, I had to, I did say uh, very quickly. Oh, that's probably ketchup. <laughs> See, oh, come on. Here's an important one: National Talk in an Elevator Day. Because you know, you get on an elevator and people start looking down, looking up, like looking to the side. And yeah, I just I find, kinda... I find the best way to, to liven up the elevator is to start screaming. Uh, or I fart. feel like that. Yeah, just like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> and then uh, everybody starts talking. So that, no. that's, you know, I feel like it's a great way to break the ice. Great no, way to break I the ice say- and say, you know, hey, listen, if this elevator starts to plummet uh, to our desk, remember to jump uh, before it hits the ground. Yeah, that really There's helps. A- yeah. And <laughs> yeah, but you see, but, but I'm the person who will fart because we oh, had all that cheese. Yeah, you fart. Let one go. Let it rip. Yeah. I mean, and, you, you know, know who cut the I'll cheese? Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I know that I was meant to be a musician because I am so musical in every aspect. So even when <laughs> I signed, expel, it was chili dog day. That's right. You even know? when I spell gaseous emissions, they are so beautifully in pitch. I Listen, don't even start me on this conversation because I'm fascinated <laughs> how we can blow our own trumpet basically. It's and <laughs> you, 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 there's, there's, and how some people can silence them. They have a silencer on there. I, I do not have that. <laughs> Everybody's got different <laughs> levels of control. I'm, when, I'm like, were we born with gears for that? Like, I, what, I just think that my have mind is so drive? musical. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, anyway, everything's yeah. musical about me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just now, hook it up to our Marshall stack. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, you know, now, now you've got me. Now that's, that's, now I want to do that. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to have to do that. Um, I will also say July 31st is a special day. Uh, to me, and probably many other, uh, you know, nerds out there, uh, because it's Harry Potter's birthday. Ah, oh, see. So if you if you have the chance um, on the thirty first, I think it's time to reread one of your favorite Harry Potter books. Uh, I am going to do that on the thirty first. I happen because I'm working. I'm working a long weekend, um, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take that day partially off when you own your own business you're never fully off but i'm gonna gonna read a little harry potter and of course being blind i like i have the audiobooks so and i have my pick because uh because i'm uh silly like this i have i have imported uh the british audiobooks which are read by stephen fry uh but i also have the american audiobooks which are read by jim dale so i have my pick of two excellent narrators um yeah i can that i can choose i personally and I'm not putting the other guy down at all because I don't know. But Stephen Fry, anything that is anything about Stephen Fry, I'm in. I don't care what he's, it is. He's amazing. He's amazing. I love Stephen Fry. I like his big face. I like yeah. oh. his sense of humor. <laughs> his his yeah. humor is off the wall. Oh, he's he's a smart, 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 cynical at times man. Um, oh, he's extremely intelligent. You know, he, he yeah, was he's a, like he, a British George Carlin in a way, in I a weird way. I can see that. You know what I mean? Some um, of the stuff he goes off on, I'm like, it's not necessarily popular with a lot of people, like what he goes off on. Um, but I think it's pretty. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't care. And, no, and, he doesn't. You know, 
you know, he's he's fantastic. He he uh, was a host of a game show uh, mm-hmm. called QI, quite interesting, uh, for a number of years. Um, and that is the most fascinating show. He was so amazing on that. It was kind of like a mix between Jeopardy and like a skit comedy show. And uh, if you haven't seen it, I, I highly recommend it. You can find it on YouTube. That's cool. I've, now I'm going to have to go find that because I, I will, it's amazing. like I said, because he did, he did the driving one too and um, all that. Listen, before, we, this is one big one that we wanted to talk about um, at the top of our list was it's Buffalo Soldiers Day on July 28th. And yes, um, this, you know, this is such a huge part of our African-American history of this country and often kind of overlooked. Um, I know Joey, yeah, we, of course, we're going to have Buffalo Soldier. Right in the Bob playlist, Arnold. the music playlist. Yeah. Um, but I wanted you, I wanted you to talk about it because I think okay. so many people don't know what a Buffalo Soldier is. Well, you know, the Buffalo Soldiers, you know, they were our, um, they were our African American soldiers, and um, they went on to do many good things. Uh, in, in a lot of them in the army, in fact, um, they actually fought against the Native Americans on our side. Um, at different times, and they were back in 1866, and is really that time frame when the the um, cavalry regiment came out. It was they were formed in Leavenworth, Kansas, and Captain Charles Young. This is the, this man is um, was actually the first captain, and I didn't realize. I'm just looking this up now. But they fought in the American Indian Wars, the Spanish American War, the Philippine American War, the Mexican Border War, World War One, and World War Two. So these guys are badasses, okay? Yeah. And um, really, you've got to think that the Civil War just ended, right? Yeah. So you've got to think about that time frame. Um, I'm just going to make sure about the Civil War. I was just doing something on Gettysburg, too. Yeah, Civil it, it War ended, ended 1865. Yeah, you're right. 1860. Yeah. I mean, so this went from that to that. In fact, Nancy and I were just at Honey Springs Battlefield in Oklahoma. And um, we saw the demonstration and everything. And, and um, we've had this story in on our show, too, for our Jefferson Highway show, because motoring day is coming up. <laughs> got to bring that yes. up, too. Yes. Gosh, we've got so much to mention. Um but in this battle, and, and this was a very, you know, a lot of people don't realize that Civil War went into the Southwest, right? It, you know, Missouri was like that middle zone, like the, in Missouri, the state of Missouri was fighting each other because of the Civil yes. War. Missouri That's is right. a fascinating state about that stuff. But, but in Oklahoma, in this, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's by Lake Eufaula, the largest lake in Oklahoma. And I swear I saw snakes in the water there. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, yeah. We thought it was a fish, and then it's that go film it, go film. I have to look at the footage, and I'm going, but there's millions of them, and they're long. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, dude, uh, uh-uh, no uh, and anyway, uh, uh-uh. anyway. So I do like snakes, but I like to That's, say hi. It's nice to see you over there. Um, you get a lot of them in Arkansas in the water. I film snakes in the water out here in North Carolina. Yeah, it's, the rattlesnakes get in the water too, and people forget that they go up trees as well. So always, you know. Look up, and uh, Joey, you better wear big boots. You know, if you go out of yeah, the park I, with us, we'll take care like of you. Snakes, yeah, I don't like snakes, and I don't go where they where they might be. So. Uh, I will protect you on all of that level because they right. always go for me. But oh, um, I had the last snake encounter. You know, a good snake encounter we had is a cotton mouth in Okefenokee Swamp in in Georgia. Um, very cool after a big alligator too. Um, going back to this 
battlefield. Like, so in, in this battlefield, we had the North and the South basically against each other, right? The Union right, right. and, uh, and yeah. And here we had white people fighting each other from same families, some of them, black soldiers and Native Americans, even split down the middle. Is that not wild? That's, Including that's families. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, once you get in that zone and you've got it, I mean, it wasn't, you know, the Civil War was not um, about slavery. It, I mean, I don't want to say just slavery. Slavery was a big deal. It was a big issue right. and apparently still is uh, and is. We still yeah. have slaves. We still have this as an issue and obviously a very bad thing. And and so was sharecropping that came next. And there were white people in sharecropping families, black people in sharecropping families throughout the South. But civil war was also about land and sure. rights. So it was a it was a different thing. So our Buffalo soldiers were part, you know, I think that's where it started to come out. So that's what I was thinking with the Buffalo soldiers. But Charles Young, this guy was um, way up there as a captain uh, in, in the Buffalo soldiers. And he ended up once this period had ended up as the acting superintendent of Sequoia National Park. Now, at that uh, point, like Sequoia National Park is right next to what is Kings Canyon, which is the second national park in the country. At that time, it was uh, Grant National Grant, General Grant after General Grant. And like we've got the General Sherman tree there, the giant Sequoia and the giant Sequoia, the General Grant tree there, too. And there's a Clara Barton tree. I've got to bring that up. Hmm. But Charles Young. So when you go up there now, now they went through a series of wildfires last year and the year before. And then this huge snow from the winter and slides and everything. So they just opened up, um, I think it was July 6th, around the 4th of July weekend, they opened up finally. Uh, because they were closed going in from the entrance of Three Rivers, California. So Sequoia and Kings Canyon is joined by the, General Sherm the General's Highway. And um, that's the main highway. But this road winds up from the foothills. So Tulare County is like your base. It's a valley. It's one of the biggest agricultural areas we have in the country and in the world. It is known as America's breadbasket. Over two to 300 crops are grown as well as dairy and all of that. Wow. So that's awesome. It's, it's, it's massive in what they do, but it's all these really charming historic downtowns, like with the old Fox theaters and uh, all, you got to go play there, Joey. And then right there by Bakersfield. So like Buck Owens and the Bakersfield sound came right out of there and you had oil going on there. So there's Taft and, uh, Tar, Tar, Tarbell and um, outside of Bakersfield. So this is this whole San Joaquin Valley, right? So anyways, you go up, you're winding through the foothills and you're going up, you're winding, you're winding, you're winding, you're winding all the way up to what's known as the general, uh, the giant forest, which hmm. has those, the world famous, the world's largest, it's the biggest tree in the world by volume. Uh, coastal hmm. redwoods are the tallest. And they're massive. It takes, I think they said like 30 kids to wrap their arms around it in a circle. How big Whoa. they are. So it's around that. Um, anyway, going, going back to Charles Young, they didn't have a superintendent. Here's this park designated right next to what was General Grant at the time. And it got expanded by a woman, by the way, Priscilla Thew. But he comes in. He made that road happen in one summer. Like this dude said, okay, we're lining everyone together. We need a road to come in because you can't have people in a park without a road. 
And that's what he did. He was famous for that. He was also our very first uh, National Park Service superintendent, even though it was an acting superintendent, our very first African-American superintendent of nice. National Park. So that's just one. And there's so much history with him. Like, I'll be here for years. And uh, so if you go to Sequoia and Kings Canyon, that's what I was saying. You talk to the rangers, go to a ranger program. There's so much more to learn. Obviously, you want to see the big trees and, and experience that and touch them and um, because they're spongy, the bark is spongy. It's cool. Mm. It's very humbling. But there's all these people history, like Charles Young, Priscilla Thew, who rode on her horse back in the days, like 1920s, out on her horse, rode alone through the wilderness to map it out. And uh, that's how we got the expansion of the park and, and actually got Kings Canyon even extended. And Ansel Adams was inspired by her. And um, did things. so there's all these stories that come. And of course, Native American history, for sure, um, up there. Very, very uh, prominent. So, yeah. Sorry, Buffalo Soldiers. I went off on a tangent. <laughs> but yeah, you know, this tangent, is the thing. Though. Traveling is good. Um, you know, we talk Cross about line. that uh, motoring day. Um, that is that's exciting to me. It's about go out, take a drive, a little road trip. But old school days, like the Sunday drive, and then you go home and have a Sunday dinner. Yeah. I think it's important if you can go to a park, have a picnic, you yeah. know, take a little drive with your family, your friends. We, we it's a totally cool thing. don't do that anymore. Yeah, people just don't do it much like they used to. Yeah, we want that. You know, I would it's, love it's, to be able to just drive. Um, you know, that's one of the biggest things about being blind is, is you, you know, not being able to just go where you want on a whim. Um, so, but I, I would love to uh, be able to drive. We took a we took a little drive the other day. Uh, we were down in, in Jacksonville, Florida, which is, oh, I've yeah, lived nice. there for, for many years as a, as a child. And we were down at Mayo Clinic down there. And, um, and so we, uh, we took, we had a little time after one of the doctor's appointments and we drove down to St. Augustine beach, which is also where nice. I grew up. And, and we, we didn't have, we didn't have a lot of time, but we just kind of drove, you know, you can, one of the things is that you could drive on the beach down there. So we took a little beach drive for about 20 minutes and it was, it was worth it. So it, yeah, it, took, about, it took about an hour to get down there and, and uh, we drove down and that's, it was, it was beautiful. It was great. You get the, uh, our car has a sunroof. So we opened that sucker up and, and just got some yeah. of that great beach air. Yeah. So it's, but taking the drives are great. I mean, it's a great way to, to spend a little time. And the other thing that's exciting is you can play some really great music for, there's a great, you can put together a great driving playlist and, and hear some good music. I love that. Yeah, exactly. And I think this National Day of Motoring came um, was started by the Mini USA, the Mini Cars. Remember those little minis? Uh, I used to get them in England. Everybody would pile into a little Mini, and I go, yeah, "Oh I my know about god, the mini how Cooper, do you do the that?" UK, yeah, yeah, that's oh, where we, it started we, from. We saw, we saw, uh, we we started playing a game. Uh, my dad's driver when we were in Indiana. My my dad had to take me um, to an appointment in, in Indiana, which is about a thirteen hour drive from where we are. And uh, we started playing a game on the highway. It was my, my uh, goal to keep my dad's driver awake. He's a young kid, about 19 years old. And uh, I was like, yeah, you got to stay awake. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll help you stay awake. So he, we started playing a game. And, and two of, the, two of the, uh, the games were, one was like, guess the color of the truck, uh, like the semi. Uh, you may be interested to know that most semis are white. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there were not a large variety of colors. And then we also played a game like guess the personality. I won't tell you what we called it, but guess the personality of the person in the car. So by describing the car, I had to pick if the person was nice person or not or not. Or not. 
And we met, uh, we met, I say met, we, we, we spied uh, a young lady in a smart car, which is the closest thing we had to the Mini, Mini Coopers today. And uh, I have to say, I, I, I don't know why you'd want one of those. <laughs> I no, like, yeah, I, I can't see it because, you know, I, I do want to say this. America needs to go back to driver's ed. Just yeah. a P PSA, because um, even getting here, there were three accidents in a row. And then people driving through the median to get past it, driving off road to get in front of, and then just more accidents. It was like oh, this insane. chain reaction. It's, it's insane. It, you know, people don't, they don't, their situational awareness is, has disappeared and people are watching their phones as they drive. And that's I get what it that is. Sometimes you have to look at a GPS, but at the same time, you can look yeah. at it and then not stare. But yeah, because the Jeep, we, we call ours Jane because yeah. Jane says, you know, Jane's addiction. Hey, listen, yeah. that song's going on the playlist. I love that song. And Great so question. she's she always tells me where to go. And Nancy loves that because she goes, I, I can take a break from telling you where to go, but I kind of enjoy it too. But yeah. so but she does. And you do you do a glimpse and she'll tell you. And some areas she gets all twirled around and has taken me to dead ends. And uh, she took me to an ATV bridge in the middle of a national wildlife refuge in louisiana and there's hunters all around i'm like nancy we're dead and so she said well let's have a picnic and get out some wine i'm like all right <laughs> fine we'll go sit on the bridge that only atvs can cross you know but but that's the truth i think it's the cell phones but i you know those little cars like there's those teeny 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 little box thingies yeah, and uh, supposedly really really safe and we knew a no. guy who had one nap and Within the second week of driving one, which I feel like, you know, when you see your dog scoot on the carpet, you know what I mean? Yeah. They've got, yeah. they either have worms or they need their anal glands played with. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're mean, back to does, that. Who doesn't need that? Yeah. We're back to that. But yeah. like, that's what I feel like in these little cars, like your butt is skidding along the ground. I want to be. I, I just, I just don't get it. I don't know why you'd buy one. I mean, I just. He survived. Know, it, it, he, he got in a major wreck. He rolled. And he survived fine. The car didn't look but good. Was it, but, but was it, it a miracle or was the car sturdy? <laughs> apparently, these things are sturdy. And, it, I, and it's, it's safe. hard to believe. I mean, they look like I a can't. clown car. <laughs> See, I want to get a crowbar now. That's what I want. Because I a feel crowbar? like, yeah, we used to have them in, in South Africa and Kenya, all of us in, in front of trucks and vans. We used to call them combis. You put them on the front so that. It, it's like a giant grid. Like if someone hits you, they hit that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I feel like we need that sometimes just well, for people to got, understand. On, on the way home from Indiana, we were at a stoplight and somebody rammed us from behind. Oh, but no, fortunately, we had, we, had a, we had a trailer hitch that stuck, up, stuck out from behind oh, our bumper by about eight inches. And it, it, it didn't mess the trailer hitch up at all. And it messed up their grill, which is appropriate because they drove off. After they hit us. Dude, that so, happened to me in Mexico all the time. And you know, I, I'm it, like, it's, hey, it, man. It, shake, it, gives you, it shakes you up when something yeah. like that happens. You, your heartbeat's going for well, a while. And, and we were sitting still at a red light. I mean, and then bam. Are uh, you sure and, you, you know. weren't driving their car? I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, by I, the way, Five Man Driving is going to be in the playlist again. We keep playing the song, and it's a good song. So we got to keep playing it and adding it to the music list. But Absolutely. yeah, you know. Everyone get out there and drive, but I think it is a drive phone safely. thing. And remember, you're supposed to have a car space. It's like a space of a car between you and the person in front of you. Well, my wife so, says, and I have no way of 
she she says she was always taught to have two car lengths between her and the next car. Oh, well, I'm giving it. She's giving an extra one. I'm on her side. I don't want people sniffing my butt, you know, because yeah. then, unless, you know, unless it's like, money changes hands. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and I'll go eat the chili dog first. That's how Absolutely. it is. Well, that's a nice way to close the show. But Absolutely. yeah, we want people to be safe and happy. Uh, stay safe. Be happy. Stay in one piece. Get home Absolutely. safely. Go, oh, man, we had an awesome drive. We had a good time. Go on those little roads like the historic Jefferson Highway. Um, Nancy and I just did a four-day road trip um, from Kansas City. And there's some shenanigans in this, really. Um, we drove up. We did the Jefferson Highway. We stopped off at different places, a lot of parks. And um, we got bitten by the mosquitoes, but it was fun. But we had a really good time because we we had no plans. And we just kind of went where the wind blew. And yeah. that's what, what we did. And I think those days are really good to just go out, do those back roads, see those small communities. They, they welcome visitors, go into the little coffee shop, the little diners, go shop in those little antique stores and support small business if you can. And it's just, it's something different. Like go to the Sonoya place, you know, um, go there and, and go see, you know, Beach Barbie. I'm putting Beach Barbies in the images. I have to. She's going in. Yeah. Beach Barbie's going yeah. in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now there's Te a Barbie movie. Uh, here, here, here in Georgia, we call it Barbie Beach. So, yeah, Barbie Beach is going in. So, I'm, yeah, Barbie Beach. Okay. Like, really? But now yeah. there's all kinds of Barbies. There's even a Stephen Hawking Barbie. There's, I mean, if you look on the Barbie website, you will see there's Barbies. Of all races, all disabilities, all everything, everything. Is they're there a blind Barbie? As, they're trying to be as Barbie. inclusive as possible. So we have the all-inclusive Barbie collection. So nice. there's a Barbie for all of us. But yeah. no one looks you, like me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Is it what it looks like you? No. Are you sure? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> There's there's one that doesn't look like you, but the, I find it fascinating because I think you know they were so like humanly perfect yet so pla plastic and so yeah. this it, I think well, it gave wife, girls a really bad way of looking up to wanting to be that way too. I yeah, personally my, say my that. My wife said my wife is an advanced practice nurse specializing in women's health, and she's also uh, a midwife, and so. Um, she says that anatomically, the Barbies that all the guys sort of lust after, um, you know, uh, their perfect shape, anatomically, they wouldn't be able to walk like they're like those 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 shapes are walk not like a Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, those those shapes are not realistic in any any way, shape or form. Um, wow. So, uh, you know, they're, physically, it just wouldn't work uh, from, well, from an anatomical perspective. So. Well, everybody's um, got I, these plastic faces now too. These plastic blow-up lips and cheeks yeah, that yeah. go up your ears and yeah, and I your mean, face. You know, I, I, I don't know. The, I always thought the point of plastic surgery was to not look like you'd had it. I mean, I I get plastic surgery if you've been in a bad accident or you had a, you were in a fire or you know you've got something that's like I, I knew a friend who who had um, and it, this didn't bother her friends or her husband, but she had one breast that was bigger than the other, so. She eventually wanted to get a boob job so that they would be even. You know, I, I can get all that, but looking plastic and fake. We're all born seems, that way, though. Seems like a bad. Idea. Seems like a bad idea, huh? We're always most majority. Like, we have to say that um, the majority well, she, of women this, are this born. This was an extreme with, difference. 
This oh, is a, this okay. Because you always, yeah. you cannot, I mean, that's the You're thing not, is we, all, we, not, we always try to line up the nipples. Don't yeah. put, you know, that's, <laughs> they're, it, they're, the nipples never line up. You know not what? The that sounds like a lineup. great party game. Line up the nipples. That's like no, a good party I mean, game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, you can play party, it after Twister. You yeah. maybe do it with Twister. I don't know, but don't you know, know. spin the spin the bottle and straighten the nipple. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, Joey, it has been fun. I think we've been around the Always. world and back from Barbies to nipples to um, yeah. you know farts in the elevator. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we did cover some important things like Buffalo Soldiers and Good Samaritans, uh, cheese yeah. and wine, tequila. We did a lot. And so uh, thank you all for listening. In the show notes, I've got a link to Joey's website so you can keep up with his music. Um, also, if you're a musician, call Joey. He's, he's an amazing sound engineer and got a great studio. And um, also, we've got a link to a page on our site that lists all the holidays for you by each day, who had a birthday, birth anniversary, and all that good stuff, plus links to recipes, uh, things like how to do a cheese board for wine tasting. So for nice. wine day, we have all kinds of good things like that. Puzzles um, for like National Motoring Day. We have a um, road trip crossword puzzle of 50 roadside attractions across wow. the country. I love it. So it's super fun. So a lot of things are on there. And of course, we've got the links to the music playlists, which are on Spotify and YouTube. And those are in the show notes, but also on that page. And of course, keep up with us. Uh, Big Weekly Blend comes out midweek, every week. Uh, that's our new magazine. That's kind of the complement of this show. Joey is here every fourth Sunday. Uh, next Sunday, we're doing a special one about Joey Alive Day. Um, you're going to hear some other musicians uh, talk about Joey's music and his Alive Day that happens in September, because we want to give you a month to get ready to go to Macon, Georgia and go visit Joey and see some good music. Yeah. So that will be our show uh, with Joey next uh, fourth Sunday in August. And um, and then Joey will also on that day tell us about his upcoming world, uh, not world tour, but uh, Europe tour. So it's Italy and England, right? That's right. All right. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Joey. Thank you, everyone. Keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. And if it's your birthday this week, happy birthday. <laughs>